0: Hey there, I'm Rianne Mullins, and I'm the host of the Balanced Fit and Free podcast. 15 years ago, I lost 65 pounds by revamping my lifestyle in a very realistic and totally manageable way. Now, I teach other women how to ditch the yo-yo dieting cycle and start living a balanced, fit, and happy life through real food, effective exercise, and a powerful mindset. Each week, I'll be popping into your ears to teach you how you, too, can live a balanced and fit life free from unrealistic diets and crazy expectations. Let's go. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Balanced Fit and Free podcast. This is Ray ann And today we are going to talk about something that I see as a huge issue for all people. This one thing throws many of us off course when it comes to living our best life, and that thing is comparison. It's called the comparison trap. Today, we are gonna talk about what is the comparison trap, why do we do it, how does it steal our happiness, and how can we stop it? So I'm sure that you know what I'm talking about when I say the comparison trap. How many times have you compared yourself to somebody? How many times have you felt bad after comparing yourself to somebody? And how many times has it stopped you from going forward in life? And I bet you you can right now think of one time, if you just think about it for a second, where comparison yourself really brought you down. Okay, so Let's do it. In a world so heavily saturated with social media, we live in a time where it is becoming so hard not to feel the urge to compare ourselves to others constantly. Okay. Be honest. How many times have you opened up Instagram or Facebook or TikTok or whatever you look at, and you see somebody that just really triggers you. Like you see like oh yeah, here they are. Here she is with her perfect kids and her perfect job and her perfect life and her perfect boobs and her perfect legs, whatever. Like I'm sure that at some point you know you see something like that and kind of roll your eyes and just keep scrolling or whatever. But every time we do that, we're comparing ourselves. We really are. We're always comparing ourselves to others whether we realize it or not. You know how we look, what job we have, how much money we have our relationship status, kids status, how many friends we have, even if they're not real friends like on Facebook, or who is better? Oh, who runs faster? Who climbs higher? Who can lift more weight? Who has more followers? That list goes on and on in the ways that we compare ourselves. So a guy named Leon Festinger, he's a psychologist. He introduced this concept in 1954. So this is before there was even social media. So even in 1954 and before that people were comparing each- with each other, right? Like the perfect family, um, you know, the perfect husband, the perfect wife, all of that stuff. You know, it was really already present, but now in our world it's just more in our face, right? So this is um called social comparison theory. Okay. This guy, Leon, figured this out in 1954. So all we've done in my opinion is make it worse, (laughs) but whatever. Partly, you know, we do this because it's natural. It's just a natural thing. We notice who we are alike and who we are not alike. And that's pretty normal. That's how almost whole societies were created. We tend to like being around people who have similar interests as ourselves. Whether this is right or wrong really isn't my point. It just Is. But even among people who have like interests, there can be some serious comparison happening there. Okay. So, how does comparing yourself to others steal your happiness? Because I promise your happiness is being stolen if you're comparing yourself, especially if you do it every day, all day. So, the first way it steals your happiness is that you may not celebrate your own wins because you view them as not good enough. Okay, so I have a million stories to tell about that, but I'll I'm gonna pick one that happened relatively recently. I um I've already told you recently about a program that I wrote. It's a 12-week step-by-step plan to help women stop dieting and start living their life. I put a lot of time and energy into it. In fact, I put probably way more into it um, than I needed to. Okay. But when I finished it. I had about 35 people go through it in just a few months, and the feedback was actually really great. I did get some feedback that made me want to revise it some. And honestly, that was good because, like, that's what you have to do to get better, right? Is make something, have people go through it, tweak it, tweak it, tweak it until you feel like really good about it. And so I was expecting that. But here's what happened. At the time that I wrote this, I was actually in a group with other wellness coaches and we aren't all the exact same. Like some people do fitness, some people do nutrition, some people um, are energy healers. Like, like we're not all doing the exact same thing. But we did all follow a program that taught us like how to create the program, not like not the content, but like how to actually put it together and how to like put it online and how to deliver it. So. We all were kind of at the same place. You know, we worked on creating the program. We had like, actually it was a whole year program and it was actually a wonderful experience. Well, what happened is after we got done with them, we all started showing each other our programs. And I got to admit, there were a few that were just incredible. Like they were beautifully put together and they had about five times the amount of people go through their program in less time than I did. Now, I liked how they structured it better than mine. I liked the actual technology setup better than mine. I liked their graphics better than mine. So guess what happened, right? I stopped talking about my program. I hit it and basically hit it and all of my services for almost a year. So, you know, as I'm sitting here talking about it, it sounds a little ridiculous, but it's true. That's how I felt. Mine wasn't good enough it wasn't complete. It wasn't as pretty. But here's the reality. I actually had 35 women go through it. And more than 20 of them had amazing results. So instead of focusing on all of the amazing results that I helped get 20 women, and actually the remaining 15 actually still got a lot out of it. But instead of focusing on my, you know, celebrating the wins from it, I was focused on how the other coaches were getting more people to join their programs and how much their programs looked better than mine. So this was me being caught in the comparison trap and hiding my own talent and skills. And I actually think I told you a little bit about this um, in a previous uh, episode. So clearly this is on my mind, right? Well, this type of comparison can appear anywhere in life. I especially see it with women who are working on their fitness or their weight loss goals. They maybe feel amazing and they're making progress when they suddenly feel like the results aren't fast enough or they stop trying and give up. And I usually find out it's because they've run into someone who has lost weight faster or had a bigger success, at least in their eyes. So I bet you can think of many other areas in your life where this has happened. Okay. Another way that comparison can steal your happiness is you may actually start to resent others. Or feel jealousy when someone you love does something great or someone that you like. They don't have to be like a love. But like, let's just say that like your best friend gets an amazing job and you are proud of her. But then you think, wow, she's really kicking butt and I'm over here stuck in my old job feeling like a big fat loser. Well, feeling like this can make you feel down about yourself when really your friend's success has nothing to do with you. I used to feel this way when my mom would talk about my brother's. She was always talking about how smart and how successful and strong and amazing they were. And even though I totally agreed with her, it made me feel resentful. So whenever she would talk about them, I would start to get annoyed. Like, can we please talk about something else? Or like, it's funny because we would be on the phone and she'd be like, oh, oh, your brother's calling. Got to go and hang up on me because <laughs> it was like, oh, the king is calling. <laughs> I'm like, All you peasants, go away. Well, I know she wasn't saying, Rianne, you suck and your brothers are the best, but that's totally how I took it. And when we compare, we become jealous and bitter, which is not a pretty trait and it definitely won't lift your spirits. A third way that comparing can take away um, your spirits or your happiness is comparing yourself reduces action in your own life, okay? So when you see others doing really great, instead of feeling excited for them, you may tend to feel bad about yourself, like I was saying earlier. It can actually lead you to taking less action to better your situation. So remember I said I hid my program? Well, that was dumb. That was not taking action, right? Instead, I did nothing. So by now I could have helped a lot more people by showing the current program I had already written that 20 people had an amazing experience with. But I stopped taking action simply because I was comparing it to another person who didn't even do the same thing as me, to be honest. (laughs) So another example would be like um, to kind of bring it back to, you know, your health and fitness is let's say that you're working out, you're eating a lot better, you're making progress, like sleeping so much better, you have more energy and you're down a pant size. Okay. And you're feeling really good. You're like, yeah, I'm rocking. Then one day you see a friend or maybe a family member that has recently dropped a lot of weight. And here you go, comparison. And you think, what? I wish I looked like that. Why is she getting faster results than me? Uh, I guess she's better than me. I wish I looked like her. Must be nice to drop weight that fast. Or, or you might think, I guess what I'm doing isn't working after all. (laughs) <laughs> so I hear this often when – I really do. I hear it from people who are like feeling so good about themselves and we're like, well, they're making progress. But, you know, I work as a partner with a lot of these people to like help them stay on track and give them ideas what habit to work on and all that. And and then they'll come and say these things to me and I'm like, whoa, 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 wait a minute. Like last time we were in a call, you were feeling awesome. Like just because you saw somebody else doing great and then your eyes doing better than you does not mean that what you're doing isn't working. When you compare your results to others, even when you're feeling confident and proud of what you accomplished, it can absolutely tear you back down. So we must be really care- careful because it can be the reason you stop taking action and fall back to your old habits. Okay, take it from me. It's a, I, you know, I, I did this with weight loss for many years before I finally found the thing that worked for me. But, but like I just told you about my program, I mean, it's so silly to let, Someone else's success, you know, dim the light on your own. Okay. Okay. Another way comparing can like hurt your happiness is that comparing yourself to others may make you lose sight of what is actually important to you. When you start to compare your results to other people's results, it's easy to forget your true purpose and goal. Okay, sure, your friend or brother or spouse may be totally kicking ass at whatever, like health goals, fitness goals, career goals, but do you actually want the same thing as them? There's no reason to compare if it's not in alignment with what you really want, okay? for Okay, here's a dieting example. I know a lot of people who are doing this new trendy diet, and it's really helping people drop weight fast, and it sounds amazing, right? I mean, who doesn't want to drop their weight super fast? Well, maybe it doesn't sound amazing to you when you actually hear what they have to eat. Okay, so to someone who doesn't care about eating whole, real foods, this plan may be perfect. But to someone who thrives on cooking and eating a variety of wholesome, fresh food, this plan isn't gonna be appealing. So even if it is faster, if the track to get faster results isn't something you really want, then it's pointless to compare. We must remember our own path is based on our own preferences, desires, and beliefs. Okay, and and by the way, I am not picking on any diet or plan, but my point is that we are all driven by different things, and what works for one person may not be great for another. So don't compare your journey with anyone else's. What you want and what they want may not be the same. When you compare your results, your goals, and even your actions to someone else, you're not living in your own world or living your best life. You're letting their thoughts and actions disrupt what you've been working for. You're allowing their thoughts and goals to become your own. When really, you just need to stay focused on what's important to you and what you want in your life. The more we focus on other people, the more you begin to lose yourself and your own path. As a result, you compromise your own confidence. Suddenly, what you once thought was possible now seems impossible. We must know our own mission so that we can stick to it and live the life that we want. So another uh, way of getting into the comparison trap is to compare yourself to your younger self. I have clients tell me all the time that they wanna get back to their high school weight. I mean, for me, (laughs) I don't think that's possible. For some people, that is a very, very lofty and probably not even healthy goal. Not only do people want to look or weigh the same as they did when they were younger, they also want to be able to do the same things and the same activities. So as we age, things change. That does not mean you can't do the same activities, but it's not helping to belittle yourself for not being the same person you were 25 years ago. You have so many more experiences and life lessons under your belt. You are not the same person you were back then. And, and why should you be able to do the same things and weigh the same as before? I mean, that's putting way too much pressure on yourself. Instead, think about your life as evolving, progressing, moving forward, and frankly, growing up. Instead of comparing yourself to others and to your old self, lift your chin up and start striving to be the best version of you that you can be right Now, right now is all that matters. And I know that you can do it. So, here are some tips. Let me see, there's four tips to getting out of the comparison trap. Okay. I already kind of said them, but I'm going to just kind of sum it up here. Focus on your own journey, your why, and your mission. You need to know what you want in your life. Get really clear on what that is. And once you're super duper crystal clear, Keep your eyes on the prize. Stay in your lane and don't let anything block your view. Okay? My second tip is, remember, it's not your business how someone else is doing or what they are doing. And we don't really know what they're going through. That person may wish to be like someone else, and that someone else may wish they were like another someone else, and so on and so on. The grass may not be greener on the other side. Mind your business. My third tip is be better at the one thing no one else can do, and that is being you, okay? Okay, that sounded a little cheesy. (laughs) As I said that, I was like, hmm, but I mean it. Like literally, like you are unique. The person you are feeling jealous of or envious of may be feeling the exact same thing about you. Or there may be someone watching you that is so inspired by you and wishing they could be just like you. There's literally no one else like you. Embrace that and anchor your thoughts there for a while to see how that makes you feel. I hope it makes you feel grounded and free, free from comparison. My fourth tip is celebrate other people's success because there is enough good to go around. Okay, just because someone else is good doesn't mean that you aren't also good. When we bind together instead of against each other, we can create a very abundant environment and world. Okay, so I want you to think about this little example here. I want you to imagine that you're watching a Broadway musical, okay? And if you aren't into musicals, just go with it, all right? (laughs) Just try to follow my little example here. I want you to think about all of the working parts and people who make the show a show, Of course, there are the lead stars, the characters that shine the most, right? The big stars. They are the protagonists or the antagonists. But there are also a lot of supporting cast members and ensemble, okay? Ensemble and support cast members are the ones singing and dancing and swirling around and highlighting the big stars, right? The role of them is to help create the entire look and feel of the entire story. And without them, it might be really boring and bland. And not only are there lots of parts and cast members swirling around and dancing and leaping and jumping all over the stage and singing, but then there's the music, the lighting, and even the people who have to change the sets and the props. When you put all of this together, they create magic. This collaboration of talent and energy can totally be mesmerizing. So I must thank my daughter for helping me appreciate theater because I honestly always thought that musicals were not exciting, but I love them now. And and I also have to give props to my daughter because she's the one who has really drawn my attention to other things during the show that I never would have looked at before. And without those things, it wouldn't be amazing to me right all of these different people talents sounds personalities and characters add depth and meaning to the show many people praise the lead roles for their wonderful performances which is absolutely earned but it's also all the little pieces and parts that create the entire experience so in life we are all doing the same thing we as individuals add depth and character to this world and the world as we know it wouldn't be as great without you and your strengths in it or mine. If you're struggling to feel your best and find yourself constantly comparing yourself to others, then let's talk. One of my favorite things to do is to help you lift your spirits, right? I love more than anything, taking somebody from a really low space and bringing them up. And we can do that through mindset work. We can do it through better nutrition. We can even do it through more movement and better fitness. So if you really do, if you would like to talk to me and just to see if it's a possibility that either my great 12-week program would be great for you or just some one-on-one coaching or maybe just even my free Facebook group, I would be happy to talk with you and see how we can take you out of the comparison trap and into a higher, better frequency for you. Okay. And I thought of one more thing, one more tip as I was just going to say goodbye. One tip that I forgot is kind of a major one is to maybe just put your phone down you know, put your phone down, quit pulling up Instagram. Like every second you have like free space because we as a society have become so addicted to our phones. And I am 100% there with you. I am not judging because I need to do the same thing. But have you ever just been like, whenever we're waiting for the doctor or we're waiting in the car, or we're constantly scrolling and looking and scrolling. And even though there can be some really helpful, awesome things on there, there's also a lot of images and people and things that trigger us that just shove us back down into that that discomfort and into that low energy. So I just wanna say, if you are struggling and you're having a really hard time, you know, getting out of that funk, then try putting your phone down. Like read a book instead, you know, like something fun and, and or inspiring, okay? All right, I'm done. If you want to schedule a call with me, then you can go to the show notes because there's a link there and you can like hook into my calendar and pick a time that works for you. I really, really appreciate you being here today and I hope that you have a great and abundant day. Thank you for tuning into the Balanced Fit and Free podcast. I'm over here giving you a virtual high five. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss a single episode. And if you are looking for a crew of amazing women who are also seeking a balanced, fit and free lifestyle, be sure to join my exclusive community on Facebook. The link is waiting for you in the show notes until next time. Keep your thoughts positive and your coffee hot.